booster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. I am not Deb Valentine. I'm Frank Diaz with your new sports business traffic and weather. Here is everything you need to know. The top five at five. We never said that the cause of crime in the state is because of bail reform. Amidst rising crime, Governor Hochul says she won't review any changes to bail reform until at least January. The family of the 14-year-old boy found mysteriously shot to death in Queens is speaking out. The White House yesterday declared a monkeypox a health emergency as more than 6,600 Americans are infected. Equifax says it's collaborating with lenders to determine the impact of hundreds of thousands of people getting an incorrect credit score due to a coding error. New concerns about the spread of polio in New York after the virus was detected in wastewater samples in Hudson Valley and Orange County. Well, Governor Kathy Hochul yesterday ruled out any serious discussion of changes to state bail laws until January at the earliest, just a day after she blamed judges for rising crime in New York City. How long I need to study this? I can't do any legislature until January, so that's the outer limit there. But also, I do this every single day. I work with law enforcement every single day. I work with our mayors every single day. So I'm not waiting for anything. This comes despite ongoing calls for action from New York City Mayor Eric Adams as well as from small business owners and her Republican challenger, Lee Zeldin, amid rapid crime often committed by repeat offenders. That timeline leaves current laws in place ahead of the November 8th election, pitting Hochul against Zeldin, who has made toughening up the state's criminal justice system a key plank of his candidacy. Hochul also urged critics to remain patient following the enactment of slight bail law tweaks that she previously said hit the, quote, sweet spot which were included in the state budget that was passed in April. The situation is even Democrats like Adams calling for an extraordinary session of the state legislature, whose regularly scheduled 2022 session ended in June, but she's rebuffed those calls for action. Well, officials say a 14-year-old boy was found fatally shot in Queens earlier this week, potentially in connection to a shooting on a nearby block the night before. According to police officers, found the boy's body lying outside on a driveway on Beach 67th Street as if he was hiding from the gunman under a minivan. The boy was identified as Sean Fry of Patterson, New Jersey, and he had been shot once in the back and was declared dead at the scene. Fry's uncle, LeVar Reynolds, spoke to ABC7. He loved his sisters. He loved his brothers. He, he'll help you out at any given time. You need Sean to do anything for you, Sean will be right there for you. Fry's killing comes amid a surge in gun violence in New York City from 2019 to last year. Shooting incidents roughly doubled in New York City. The last time the number of shootings in the city reached that level was in 20, 2006 when Michael Bloomberg was the mayor. Mayor Eric Adams has since cracked down on crime, making gun violence a signature issue for his administration. Well, the White House declared a health emergency over the monkeypox outbreak yesterday as 23,000 first-dose appointments opened up for bookings in the city. The U.S. yesterday declared a public health emergency to bolster the federal response of the outbreak of monkeypox that's already infected more than 6,600 Americans. The announcement will free up federal funding and resources to fight the virus, which may cause fever, body aches, chills, fatigue, and pimple-like bumps on many parts of the body. The declaration comes as the Biden administration has faced some criticism over the pace of vaccine availability for monkeypox. However, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre was optimistic about the White House response. 
This is a virus, as we know, viruses inherently uh, uh, can be dynamic and, uh, and it is spreading rapidly and we, we acknowledge that. Uh, when, we first, when we first heard about the first couple of cases, uh, we, met, we believe we met that moment. Clinics in major cities like New York and San Francisco say they haven't received enough of the vaccine to meet demand. Some have to, had to stop offering the second dose of the vaccine to ensure supply of the first doses. The White House said it's made more than 1.1 million doses of the vaccine available, and it has helped to boost domestic diagnostic capacity to 80,000 tests a week. Well, if you took a loan out earlier this year, there's a chance you'll be hearing from your bank about a flub that may have been part of its lending decision. Equifax announced this week that a coding issue resulted in the company providing inaccurate consumer credit scores to lenders between March 17th and April 6th. According to a report from the Wall Street Journal, millions of scores were affected while most of the scores did not experience a material difference. Equifax said a sizable number, less than about 300,000, saw a shift of 25 points or more due to the error. That's more than enough to cause a different lending decision. So your loans may be a little bit different. Dan Ricardo, finance professor of the University of San Diego, spoke to News Nation. This is a Pandora's box. It's a mess that Equifax has on their hands potentially because now we have to go backwards in time. They have to work with those lenders that they provided these scores to, millions of them, and figure out where these loans got mispriced and maybe where these loans should have even been approved. Equifax said in the announcement that it's collaborating with its customers to determine the actual impact. This according also to the lenders. Well, there are new concerns about the potential spread of the of the polio virus in New York with the state's health commissioner saying there could be hundreds of people infected that after there was evidence suggesting that it was showing up in water wastewater samples in parts of New York. The CDC detected more polio virus in Hudson Valley, wastewater and Orange County. State health officials warning the environmental evidence further indicates potential community spread of a childhood disease in the United States eradicated more than 40 years ago. Orange County Executive Steve Newhouse spoke to NBC4 New York. I personally always tend to be more cautious, so I would assume that we have people that are positive from it, especially when we have a large uh, community that spends a lot of time overseas, including in Israel. Well, there's no active confirmed polio cases in the country, according to the local county executive. It's got a much lower polio vaccination rate, about 60% among two-year-olds than the state average, which is about 79%. Your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. We've got a heat advisory until about 8 o'clock tonight. A mix of showers and thunderstorms likely today into the afternoon. Partly sunny with a high near 93. Tonight, more showers and thunderstorms. Mostly cloudy with a low of around 77. Tomorrow, another chance of showers and storms. Partly sunny, a high near 90. Right now, 79 degrees, mostly cloudy outside the 77 WABC Studios. Well, jurors in the Alex Jones trial say the conspiracy theorist must pay for his remarks calling the Sandy Hook massacre a hoax. Here's 77 WABC's Bob Brown. A Texas jury ordering conspiracy theorist Alex Jones to pay more than $4 million in damages to the family of a six-year-old boy who was among 20 students and six people gunned down at the Sandy Hook Elementary School in Newtown, Connecticut in 2012. Jones had called the shooting a hoax. Mark Bankston is the attorney for the family. I think for both Mr. Jones and his lawyer, today has been a horrible day. For my clients, it is the light at the end of the tunnel. The parents were suing for $150 million. Jones was not in the courtroom when the verdict came in. I'm Bob Brown for the 77 WABC Early News. Thanks, Bob. Well, Senator Kirsten Sinema of Arizona said she would 
move forward on a sweeping package of initiatives to combat climate change, lower drug prices, and pare back the deficit, giving Senate Democrats the votes they needed to pass the Inflation Reduction Act. Cinema, the last Democratic holdout on the bill, said she would move forward after negotiating to remove the carried interest tax provision. Her support sets up a final version of the bill to be introduced this Saturday in the likelihood of a major legislative win for President Biden. Cinema refused to talk about the legislation publicly for more than a week since West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin and Schumer announced a deal on the Inflation Reduction Act. The legislation would allow Medicare to negotiate prescription drug prices, which have been long opposed by the pharmaceutical industry, and extend Affordable Care Act subsidies through 2025. Well... Carrie Lake, a former news anchor who walked away from her journalism career and was embraced by former President Donald Trump and his supporters, won the Republican primary for Arizona governor yesterday. Lake's victory was a blow to the GOP establishment that lined up behind lawyer and businesswoman Karen Taylor Robson in an attempt to push their party past the Trump era. Lake said she would not have certified President Joe Biden's 2020 victory and put false claims of election fraud at the center of her, her campaign. Here's Lake in a press conference after the victory. I want to bring the Republican Party together. I mentioned that earlier. We're one big happy, sometimes, sometimes dysfunctional family, but we can come together. As I said, I'm from a big family, and so I understand that you don't always get along on every issue. But I want to bring people together. Republicans now enter the general election sprint with a slate of nominees closely allied with Trump, who deny that Biden was legitimately elected president, Lake will face off against Democratic Secretary of State Katie Hobbs in the November election. Early election results showing only mail-in ballots received before the election gave Robson a solid lead, but that was whittled down as votes from polling places were added to the tally. While facing near certain defeat in her Wyoming primary later this month, Republican Liz Cheney, Representative Liz Cheney featured her father, former Vice President Dick Cheney, in a campaign ad slamming former President Donald Trump as a coward and a threat to our republic. In our nation's 246-year history, there has never been an individual who is a greater threat to our republic than Donald Trump. He tried to steal the last election using lies and violence to keep himself in power after the voters had rejected him. He is a coward. A real man wouldn't lie to his supporters. He lost his election, and he lost big. Well, Dick Cheney then went on to praise his daughter seeking a fourth term as Wyoming's lone member of the House of Representatives after her father held the seat for more than a decade for standing up for the truth, doing what's right, and honoring her oath to the Constitution. Liz Cheney was one of 10 House Republicans who voted to impeach Trump in connection with last year's Capitol riot and serves as vice chair of the House Select Committee investigating that day's violence. FBI Director Christopher Wray this week was forced to admit that allegations that biased FBI agents shielded the first son, Hunter Biden, from criminal investigations are, quote, deeply troubling. He was forced to admit it under grilling from Republican senators before cutting the question and answer short by claiming he needed to catch a flight. A top Republican on the Senate Judiciary Committee, Chuck Grassley from Iowa, noted that Wray wasn't flying commercial and pleaded in vain for the FBI chief to reschedule the departure of his government jet. Before leaving, Ray was pressed by Senator John Kennedy of Louisiana about whistleblower claims against Tim Tebow, assistant special agent in charge at the FBI's D.C. field office, and FBI supervisory intelligence analyst Brian Auten. Kennedy confronted Ray with allegations that the two FBI workers that Grassley revealed last month. It's not about their political beliefs. 
It's about that this is a senior uh, employee at the FBI with years of experience going on sh- social media and tweeting this kind of stuff. Okay, he also cited to Ray a variety of Tabo's social media barbs against Republicans, which resemble the anti-GOP attacks by FBI employees Peter Strzok and Lisa Page during the Bureau's investigation of possible Russian collusion with Donald Trump's 2016 presidential campaign. Well, WNBA star Brittany Griner was convicted yesterday in Russia of cannabis possession and sentenced to nine years in prison despite her insistence she made an honest mistake and her tearful pleas for mercy. I made an honest mistake. And I hope that in your ruling, that it doesn't end my life here. I know everybody keeps talking about political pawn and politics, but I hope that that is far from this courtroom. As part of the punishment phase, Griner will also be required to pay a $16,300 fine. Later, as she was being let out of the courtroom in handcuffs, Griner told a gaggle of reporters, quote, I love my family. 77 WABC time check, 515. We just had a sports story, and look at that. There's Justin Ellick doing more sports. How about that? that? Yeah, look at that. How about that? Now now I don't have to talk about Brittany Griner. There you go. Have fun. There you go. I am Justin Ellick here with your early news sports update. Just the Mets in action last night in Queens as they welcomed in the NL East. Rival second place Atlanta Braves for a huge five-game set that sure to have strong implications on the eventual winner of the division. Coming into the series, the Mets' lead in the division was sitting at three and a half games. That lead has swelled to four and a half games now after New York took it to Atlanta in the opener last night, grabbing the win at home by a score of six to four. The bat stayed red hot, but none hotter than newly acquired Tyler Naquin, who, after blasting a second-inning solo shot, came up in the sixth for sixth frame, ready for seconds. And Naquin launches one out to left field. Rosario going back, looking up at the wall. It's out of here! Tyler Naquin with his second home run of the night! Naquin goes the other way, a two-home run game in his first game at City Field as a Met. Four home runs tonight for New York, and it's 6-3. to three. That call courtesy of SNY. Daniel Vogelbach continued to get comfortable in his new digs with a solo shot of his own in the third. And, of course, big Peter Alonzo had to get in on the fun. For nine. And he rockets that one out to left field. Rosario takes a look at it. It's out of here. Pete Alonzo with another laser beam home run. Number 29 for Pete, and it's 4 nothing New York. Again, SNY on the call. Alonzo's 29th brings him within four of the National League lead behind Philly's Kyle Schwarber. Carlos Carrasco gets the win, and the Mets move into the game two tonight, feeling as good as can be. 7-10 first pitch. Taiwan Walker going up against Atlanta's Ian Anderson. As for the Yankees, they were off last night, but get into action this evening in St. Louis against the Cardinals. That'll be Nestor Cortez versus Dakota Hudson. NFL preseason action kicked off last night in the Hall of Fame game held in Canton, Ohio. The Raiders best the Jaguars 27-11. to And checking in locally, the Jets open up in Philly against the Eagles next Friday. Giants open up against the Patriots uh, day before on Thursday. For more sports content, follow 77 WABC Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Here with the early news sports up. I'm Justin Ellick on 77 WABC. I don't know if I can think of a worse matchup before, between the Jets and the Phillies. I know they're your you know, favorite team, but... Oh, the, you mean the Eagles and the... And yeah, yeah, that's the, what I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, oh. the Jets and the Phillies. Wow, now we're really getting into the Twilight whoops, Zone here. Whoops, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll probably tune in for like two drives and then uh, dip out. Awesome. Thank you, Justin. <laughs> your forecast on the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center heat advisory until about 8 o'clock tonight. we got a mix of showers and thunderstorms likely into the afternoon. Partly sunny, a high near 93. Tonight we got some more showers and thunderstorms, mostly cloudy with a low of around 77. Saturday, chance of showers and storms. Partly sunny, high near 90. Right now, 79 degrees. 
Mostly cloudy outside the 77 WABC Studios. Well, here's Lou Dobbs with your financial report. This is the 77 WABC Lou Dobbs Financial Report. I'm Lou Dobbs. Investors cautious ahead of today's jobs report. Fed officials eyeing non-farm payrolls and Warner Brothers Discovery consolidating streaming. Those stories next. The first week of August trading wrapping up today. Stocks trading slightly lower in yesterday's session. Investors weighing key jobs data today. Non-farm payrolls for July released today expected to be near Wall Street's target of 250,000 jobs. Still, the jobless rate is forecast to hold steady at 3.6%. The Federal Reserve is keeping a close eye on the job market ahead of the next rate hike decision in September. Warner Brothers Discovery revamping its streaming strategy, combining HBO Max and Discovery Plus to better compete with other platforms. Lyft stock climbing higher after hours. The rideshare company posted better than expected earnings and pandemic highs for active riders, drivers, and rides. Big technology companies gearing up for fall's gadget launch. Samsung teasing a new folding smartphone. Google looking to compete with Apple Watch. Please join me three times each weekday right here on this station. This is the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Keep listening for more to 77 WABC for the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Stock futures looking pretty dead at the moment. Dow Jones Industrial Average up about 0.3%, about 10 points up to 32,691. S&P 500 up about 0.04%, down, excuse me, 0.04%, about 1.5 points. NASDAQ down 0.06%, about 7.75 points. Gold down about a fifth of a percent. Silver down about half a percent. Crude oil up, or excuse me, crude oil down point uh, a fifth of a percent, down sixteen cents to eighty eight dollars and thirty eight cents a barrel. The WABC Early News. Well, longtime New York Congresswoman Carolyn Maloney now has been forced to backpedal twice after saying she doesn't believe President Biden will run in twenty twenty four. Maloney told CNN's New Day yesterday that she would support the president if he runs for re-election, but also cast doubt on whether he would. Mr. President, I apologize. I want you to run. I happen to think you won't be running. But when you run or if you run, I will be there 100 percent. You have deserved it. You are a great president. And thank you for everything you've done for my state and all the states and all the cities in America. Thank you, Mr. President. This comes after multiple high-profile Democrats have shied away from backing Biden in 2024, many saying it's too early. Maloney's locked in a competitive race with fellow veteran lawmaker Representative Jerry Nadler after redistricting shifted New York's congressional lines. For decades, the pair have worked hand-in-hand with Maloney, uh, representing much of Manhattan's Upper East Side as well as parts of Queens and Brooklyn, while Nadler led much of the West Side. Well, the McDonald's worker who was shot in the neck over cold French fries is brain dead and on life support. This according to prosecutors as a Brooklyn judge ordered his alleged assailant held without bail. 20-year-old Michael Morgan is expected to face upgraded homicide charges for Monday's bed shooting in which he allegedly blasted Matthew Webb shortly after an argument about the French fries served to the suspect's mother. Morgan, who was cuffed behind his back, looked down during the brief proceedings and didn't speak. Customers told CBS2. That something could happen like that over something so simple as food, like that's, that's crazy. 
Well, was working at the Fulton Street Eatery on Monday evening when Morgan's mom, Lisa Fulmore, complained to workers that her fries were cold and asked to speak to a manager. When the workers began laughing at her, Fulmore was FaceTiming with Morgan, who came to the restaurant and got into a fight with Webb that spilled out onto the sidewalk. Morgan then punched Webb in the face, and he got back up, pulled out a gun, and shot him in the neck. This according to prosecutors. The suspect's girlfriend, Camelia Dunlap, has also been charged with weapons possession in connection with the case after she allegedly handed Morgan the gun prior to the shooting. She was arraigned later on Wednesday and held on a $50,000 cash bail after prosecutors said she admitted to possessing the gun. Well, a 74-year-old retired school teacher from a New York City suburb was sentenced to 30 months in prison this week for mailing dozens of violent threats to LGBTQ-affiliated individuals, groups, and businesses over several years. According to prosecutors, Robert Faring threatened to blow up the Stonewall Inn, a historic bar in Manhattan considered the birthplace of the gay rights movement. He also threatened to place explosives at the 2021 New York City Pride March that would, quote, make the 2016 Orlando Pulse nightclub shooting look like a cakewalk, referring to the 2016 attack in which 49 people were killed and dozens were wounded at Pulse a gay nightclub in Orlando, Florida. David Kilmick, president and CEO of Long Island LGBT Network. Robert Ferring is a danger to society. He was a danger when he started this in 2000, uh, 2013, and he's just as much a danger today. Other messages threatened to kill, shoot, and bomb LGBTQ-affiliated businesses and individuals, including an African-American-owned barbershop in Brooklyn that Ferring wrote in one letter, is the perfect place for a bombing. Faring pleaded guilty in February to mailing threatening communications through the Postal Service. Well, more than a dozen people were hurt, one of them critically, when an MTA bus crashed head-on into an elevated subway track pillar in the Bronx yesterday. The FDNY says it responded to Boston Road and East Tremont Avenue after getting a call about the crash at around 8.30 in the morning. Footage from the scene showed the front windshield of the MTA bus completely smashed, the spiderweb of glass taking the front overtaking the front of the vehicle bystanders told nbc4 what they saw this lady uh she had blood everywhere this thing was like all banged up Not right. Right. they were screaming i asked her what happened she said she was on a bus and uh the train i mean a bus just he went straight into the wall oh my god everybody was screaming to let him know like stop what are you doing he just went straight into the wall bus driver was one the one who suffered the serious injuries and she's still in critical condition the, she wasn't identified, but according to officials, she's been with the MTA since 2008. Still unclear what occurred before the crash, but the driver had passed her biannual physical exam, and she was determined fit for duty just six months ago. This according to President of New York City Transit, Richard Davey. The other 12 people who were hurt were taken to area hospitals with injuries that were not considering considered life-threatening. The investigation is still ongoing. Well, Staten Island Ferry Service returned to its normal schedule in time for the Thursday evening commute. Boats were running every 15 minutes during rush hour starting at 5 p.m., this according to the City of New York. Starting at 1 p.m. yesterday, boats were running every half hour from the Whitehall Terminal in Manhattan and the St. George Terminal in Staten Island. This according to a tweet from the city. The ferries began running every 20 minutes starting at 4 p.m. New York City Ferry ran every 15 to 20 minutes between Battery Maritime Building, Slip 5, and the St. George Ferry Landing until 4 p.m. The service between Manhattan and Staten Island was free before 4 p.m., Until uh, this according to officials. Staten Island Ferry service was reduced to hourly trips at 3 p.m. Wednesday and ceased altogether between 11 o'clock in the evening Wednesday and 6 a.m. Thursday due to some significant staffing shortages. 
apparently connected to ongoing union negotiations. Staten Island Board President Vito Fasella spoke about it on Cats at Night, hosted by 77 WABC owner and operator John Katsimatidis. Now we read that we revert back to service and give the credit to the mayor. We want to call first thing this morning about trying to get things fixed. But a long-term solution has to be put in place. When service did resume Thursday morning, ferries were running every hour rather than every 15 minutes as usual during rush hour. This according to the New York City Emergency Management. Your forecast on the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. Heat advisory until about 9, 8 o'clock tonight. A mix of showers and thunderstorms. Partly sunny with a high near 93 tonight. More showers and thunderstorms. Likely mostly cloudy with a low around 77. Saturday, a chance of showers and storms. Partly sunny, a high near 90. Right now, 78 degrees, mostly cloudy. Well, a beloved TV show is getting its first convention in New Jersey this weekend. Jacqueline Carl has more. That was awesome. That's what she said. Fans of TV's The Office will get a chance to meet cast members at the show this weekend in New Jersey. Fans attending the first ever DunderCon will be able to get autographs and take selfies with their favorite paper company employees. Over 20 cast members will be on hand, including Brian Baumgartner, who played Kevin Malone, and actress Kate Flannery, who played Meredith Palmer. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Jacqueline Carl. Thanks, Jacqueline. If you missed out at the Top 5 at 5 and other news, be sure to check it out on our website at WABCRadio.com. Don't forget to check out our merch at WABCRadioStore.com. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.